What up, everybody? Everybody, what's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Everybody podcast here with my co-host, Sweet T in the house. It's been a minute. It's been a while. It's been a while since we've done a, a, a podcast. Mm -hmm. Why is that, Tony? Why don't you tell the world? They actually say you shouldn't do that. Really? Why, why is that? Because you don't want creepers creeping, you know what I mean? Oh... But yeah, I had a kid, third kid, third <laughs> child, third, third, third healthy, yeah, beautiful baby boy. So anybody who's had chitlins out there, y'all know the deal. You can't just be like having them and then dipping out day one. So we took some time, get settled in, all that good stuff. But everything's good to go. We're back. Yeah. With the cast. Not to mention, you know, it was kind of slow there for a little bit in the fight game world. Yeah, it was. I mean, you didn't have really you know, super exciting fights. Um, you know, you got some coming up. You got International Fight Week coming up. So you're going to have some good ones going to be popping. And from what I hear, um, you know, it's going to be pretty. July is going to be sick. Yeah. So fight cards in July are going to be pretty. Some good fights to talk about for sure. So mm -hmm. some, uh, a few of them are in speculation. I mean, people were talking about um, well, they just two like, they announced. So somebody leaked a photo of upcoming yes. fight cards yeah. of, of of fights that people are, are working on, and um, you had Nate Diaz Hamzat, which yep. is mind boggling to me um, for, from a Nate Diaz standpoint. But I kind of have some idea why. idea of why it, 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 he would take that fight. Um, then you had the. There, wasn't it Izzy and Cannoneer? Yep, Izzy and that's, But that's been, like, finalized. That's right. been, like, made legit, I think. Yeah. Um, and there was one more, right? Uh, I think oh, so. Oh, Munoz and, right, and right. Sean O'Malley. Yeah. And that was basically finalized as well. The only okay. one that hasn't been, like, legitimately finalized or spoken about by the fighters is Hamzat and Chimaev. Diaz. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. Chimaev and Diaz, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I, I don't understand why Nate would even take that fight, but you know he's trying to get out of his contract. He's trying to do other things, and maybe that was in UFC's incentive. Hey, we give you this fight, you can you're, you're you can dip. Yeah, that was my idea. You just stole it and said. Oh, it I thought yourself. we were just continuing to talk about it. So yeah, no, that's cool, man. You can have the Sorry, it's your man. show, so you know it is. <laughs> but yeah, no, it makes sense. Nate Diaz has been wanting out of the UFC for a while. He's obviously expressed his. Um, his disinterest or his his issues with the UFC, and they're probably like, "Listen, we'll let you out of your contract if you take this fight, and you can do whatever you want to do." That's what your speculation. Yeah. That's, that's why, why he's I, that's the in my opinion is the only reason that he would take that fight. I mean, Hamzat's way bigger than Nate. Yeah, Hamzat is stronger. Hamzat mm -hmm. is more powerful. Hamzat is it's on a roll. Is on a roll. <clears throat> Right, so yeah. the UFC's like, if you want out, we're gonna make a pretty penny off of you, and we'll give you a little bit of it, and you you're free to go. That's just what I'm thinking. I don't know. I'm not the UFC, and it could be completely wrong, but that's just my thoughts. Huh. Well, I find your thoughts to be correct, sweetie. That's what I'm th mm -hmm. I'm thinking as well. So 
Yeah, I don't understand why he would take it other than that. But anyway, it's not finalized yet. We did, we have seen pictures, but it's not. Dana hasn't Nobody. leaked it. Nobody's leaked anything nope. yet, except for those pictures. That's about it. So we had a good time last night, though. We had uh, UFC come in. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, the we, other had, night. we had UFC. Yeah, last night, the other night, this weekend. We're filming this the day after the fight, so yeah. you guys don't see this till Monday. But you guys <laughs> get the idea. UFC two seventy four. Fight parties. We're the we're the fight party MVPs. Dude, we have to be. We need to get an award just for that. We're doing we need a to UFC get fight party. Hall of Fame for the most mm-hmm. most uh, fight parties. Most fight parties because we're back to back. Right this year, we we killed it in fight parties. Yeah, we're undefeated so, in fight parties. I suggest you guys go go to uh, UFC Fight Pass and go check those out. Our reactions. That's essentially what fight party is. And it's not just us. It's a bunch of different fighters throughout the country. They're all set up. They're all mic'd up. And the UFC sends these little crews out to film the, the UFC fighter plus a couple of guests and, you know, film their reactions to the fights. Yeah. And but the thing is, every time we do it, and we talked about this too, we always get the cards where we're expecting some really cool, exciting knockouts for some reason – they just all end in decisions. Like there's nothing. There's no wows except for this weekend. There was one wow, actually there two were, wows. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, yeah. So the last card we did a fight party for was the Hamzat card. I forgot. So UFC 273. Yeah. Every every dang fight went the went the distance. Even the Gilbert Burns Hamzat oh fight, gosh. which no one did. It was long night. There was like we didn't no get out of there until almost two a.m. Dude, it was rough. Yeah. We were like just dying. And, yeah, <laughs> dude, the, the camera crew was just about to fall asleep. Dude, too. It, was, it was rough because we're on the East Coast. They give they give the East Coast no love in terms of fight scheduling. You know, we're always running into the wee hours of the morning. And uh, this um, is us Americans complaining when people in other countries they, they get yeah. that five a.m. or four a.m. This is Check this is just out. you know. Regular, regular Americans complaining, but anyway, it, it was fairly late. <laughs> when you're used to going to bed at nine thirty, and you're just like, oh. and you have to, you can't take Be like a nap. Yeah, you can't like nap on any other fights. You got to stay awake and try and. We've had a, we had a few try to nap, and then the UFC yeah. is like, hey, wake that dude up in the yeah, back. They're fired. Get him out of here. <laughs> UFC uh, blacklists them. And <laughs> shout out, pops. They're never allowed back. Yep. Well, well, you can't you can't tell pops he can't come on the show. No, so the it's UFC, at his house. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's happening. But so. UFC two seventy four. Let's just jump right into it. Well, uh, before we get into the actual fight fights, let's talk about you know leading up to the fights. A couple Olive- of couple of things happening. Yeah, yeah. Oliveira, for one, not making weight. So I. You know, you don't know if it was on his end, if it was the UFC scales end. I know there's some, there's a debacle there on what's going on, but obviously, you know, they're saying he missed weight, right? I know the team saying it well, was the, the, the scale the commission. Commission the Arizona State Athletic Commission is saying that Oliveira missed weight, um, and he's no longer the lightweight champion. Now, has he ever missed weight before? I think he has missed weight. Okay. I think okay. that has been an issue in the past, but well, I was not, not as of late. It hasn't been a recent yeah. issue. He was looking pretty jacked, though, in some of the some of his pictures. He was looking goat. So, but, you know, that's neither here or there. He, he, he ended up, you know, it, it was 
it's terrible to see a title fight go that way because you want somebody to walk away with the belt around their waist. And for Oliveira not making weight, I mean, you got to be professional. You got to make sure it's on, you know, you're on point. And uh, he wasn't. It, that that is as close as you can not make weight by 0.5 oh, pounds. Oh gosh, I know. And we were talking about this last night or the night you know of the fight. Like, you know, he's sitting there still trying to make weight, and it showed Gaethje he was already back up to what 165. Supposedly, yeah. Supposedly, Gochi, Gochi, yeah. No, Gochi, Gochi's. No, Gaethje <laughs> posted a, a pic. He was like, Oliveira still got to cut half a pound, and I'm already back up 10 pounds. Yeah. Um, obviously, if you saw the fight, it had zero effect on anything, but it could have. Um, and again, man, losing losing a title over half a pound. No, Mike's like, oh, it's like what? he, yeah. What are, your, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts, man? Just on the fight itself, or him losing? Definitely the belt? not the fight itself because okay. that's last. But right. well, on the whole weight thing. 0.5 pounds, losing the belt. Hey, you you agree? The scales, you agree? not digital. Well, that's the thing. So whenever I do the weight cutting, whenever I'm checking weight, I try to go check the scales and make sure they're on point. Even the day of weigh-ins, they give us an opportunity to go check uh, a more accurate scale, I guess. not Because they give us a scale in our hotel that we can go and check, right, for each corner. They give you a scale or you bring your, your scale? No, so they actually well, give bring us, a scale too. We though, always, right? yeah, we bring a scale too because that way I don't, during the weight cut process, I don't have to leave my weight cut, my, 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 my weight cutting room. If I'm yeah. sunk down and not feeling good, I have to walk all the way to the scale. So we bring our own scale, we calibrate it, we make sure, you know, our scale is as close to that scale as possible. Sometimes it's lower, sometimes it's higher, but we make it work, right? And then, um, so the scale that they give us, it's a, it's a digital scale, and it's supposed to be accurate. It's supposed to be accurate. Now, when you say they give it to you, they give it to you in your own individual room, or they no. make it just accessible? They make it a, accessible for each location. corner. Yeah. Yes, they okay. make it accessible for, for each corner has their own, own um, you know, scale. So we always go back and forth to make sure anything has changed, right? Constantly. Yeah. Then the day of, um, you know, we there there's an official there at that scale, this scale that they've made accessible. They made us. accessible. They check it to make sure we're, we're on. Then if that's correct, then they send us to the venue. So we get all our gear, we dress up, we we get our our uh, venom stuff on, we jet to the location. As soon as we get to our location where the weigh-ins are going to be held. Like like the official weigh-ins. Right, so the, you official don't, the official weigh-ins aren't in your hotel? No. You go to another place? We go to another location. The early morning official weigh-ins? So it really depends on if you're Apex or if you're... Uh, uh, if at, you're like depending on where your location's at. Vegas, they got it down to where, you know, uh, the Apex. We have to go to the Apex to do our weigh-ins. So I know, like, in New York City, we did our... Our, our official weigh-ins at the hotel we were staying at, and then we did our mock weigh-in, you know, at MSG. So it's different, right? So I don't know how they did it this route this time. It wasn't in Vegas, right? It was where was it? Was it was in Arizona. It was in it Arizona. Was yeah. So they might have done it in their own hotel. I'm not sure. Yeah. So from the, my experience and and the way I've done it the most is is what I'm talking about right now. Where we, you check with the official and then yeah. they send you somewhere. Most of my fights. But have you've been, been fighting hardcore at the Apex. I feel like you've had like 
Three fights. Three fights. No, two fights. Only two. No, that three. Was, no, Jeff Neal and oh yeah, and, I keep and Luke K was there. Yeah, Luke K was at MSG. MSG. So you need to only fight at MSG, bro. I know, dude. MSG was is the it's the coolest venue ever. Anyways, continue. Sorry. Anyway, sorry, it's okay. So we get to, we get to the apex. As soon as we get off, we have to go check our our weight. There's another digital scale that's supposed to be accurate. So you're you're getting checked multiple times. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't know if he made it to. I don't even know how he made, he made it, it to, to the, the main scale, to main scale without, without these other guys checking and making sure it's on point. Because they won't let you do it. Either he didn't have that, or they he literally would have said, like, no, I'm just going to weigh in yeah. even though I'm heavy. Yeah. But the talk is that he thought he was on. But there is no thinking. You, you, There's several scales you got to check on before you get to the main, the main scale. So I don't know what the deal is with that. If that's the case, then he should fully have been stripped. Right, right. If he chose not to lose that half a pound. Then or he actually went through the process, everything was right, until he got to off. until he got to that to the to the main official scale. So it's digital scale, digital scale, analog scale. Mm-hmm. Depending yes, on the commission. Or right. have Most, you ever weighed in officially on a digital scale? Uh I don't think so. No. I have not. Not that I can remember, actually. For the UFC. Yeah, for the UFC. Not that I can remember. I don't. I don't know if MSG was a digital scale or not. We have to go back and watch that. But okay. I've always had somebody, and uh, um, I think so. I think I have had an official weigh in on a digital scale. Well, you just stand up. No, that's just mock. That's just the mock weigh in. No wonder I'm thinking that we had the official weigh in. And then we went to MSG because we just stood up there, posed, and just ran off because it was mock. So that's what yeah. I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. So we had, yeah, we had, we've had some money there. Um, you know, moving the scales. So, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what happened behind the scenes, but he stripped, and he's number one contender. Yeah, that's crazy, man. You lose the title over half a pound. Now, mm. it, it it became. I wonder how his contract is structured in terms of pay. Because yeah. you get a championship payday, right? Mm-hmm. If you're fighting with the belt. But if you don't have, because I remember whenever they were structuring your contract, or it's like, okay, if you fight for the belt, you get this much. If you win, you get this bonus. And if you then, don't make weight, then you know obviously you a certain amount of your purse goes to your opponent, but you go back to, because it's not a title fight anymore. That's what I'm saying. So you have all of these, all right, if you're a champ, you get this much. Whenever you defend it or whatever, or if you're contender fighting for it and you win, you get all that in there. But they went from championship fight to not championship fight. Yeah, so, so I he, wonder what he ended uh, up getting. He probably he still up, wore the black and gold out there. He did. They didn't change his fight kit. No, too, it was too late. He had, they already had everything ready. So I bet I, that's why he wore it. I bet. So yeah, um, I bet you he had a huge pay drop. Because it's not a title fight. Unless Dana White was feeling just gracious. You know, oh, man, I feel bad for the guy. Let me give him his money. But very rarely is, is he like that. Yeah. Well, he did not, that again. It's I mean, not necessarily Dana White, I don't think. But Well, yeah, because, you know, he gave Gilbert Burns his win bonus. Gilbert Burns got his win bonus after oh. losing to Hamza. It was such a good fight. He gave him his win bonus. I'm like, what? 
Well, I'm sure he has some pull, but I'm sure it's not specifically Dana White being like he's probably going to be like, "Hey, you guys, give him his win bonus." Well, okay, that was Dana White saying that though, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like officially. Dana White. <laughs> oh, okay, got you. Yeah. So yeah, that stinks, man. Oliveira not making weight. Boo. That's nuts. Have they you didn't bother him. That? He tried, dude. He was you, like, "Man, never let me get the belt." Weight, right? Never missed weight. I've died. I've almost won. died, but I've never not missed weight. You never not made weight. Yeah, missed you, weight. No, you've never not missed weight. I never not missed weight. You've never missed weight. Is that, okay, I can say whatever I want to say, Tony. Okay, well, you don't want to confuse the viewer because but they what know what I'm talking about. Now, currently, <laughs> is that you miss weight every time? I've never not <laughs> missed not missed weight. I never missed weight. Yeah, I never missed weight. What the heck? Why did I say it like that? Sometimes we get conjumbled in there. Yeah, but You're I feel like older, I do like that all the time. You know. Yeah. Things start mushing and getting. I got a headache, man. Gotta... We're kind of going cross-eyed right now. What's going uh, on, dude? Oh, nope. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, wait, 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 man. I wish they could just get rid of weight cutting. And but but the thing is, you like we would we would love that. But there's there's always somebody out there who's trying to ice skate uphill. Quickly, what movie? <laughs> yeah, some was always trying, trying to, to ice skate uphill. Blade, very good, Tony. I yeah, watched it like dude, the other day. It's great. It is, dude. I, really, it's terrible. Only the fight scenes are awesome. Very good. Yeah. The second one I thought was pretty good. The second was it was like a better production, more. It, it, there was better uh, CGI. Yeah. They and went, then the they third was straight CGI. stupid. Yeah, and the third one, Ryan Reynolds just had the few funny jokes. That's, that's it. He's like, it. I just farted. They went straight from just regular vampires to Dracula to the origin. To the origin. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. First and second one, the best, especially when it came out. Saw it in theaters. The I was first like, one was great. You, we saw it in theater, right? You were with us. Maybe. Oh, it was the best. It was such a – nobody – nothing's been like that ever. When, 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 like, when that movie came out, it was before The Matrix. So it was like the first action pack. It was like, the first pack, like. super action pack. And Wesley Snipes was – I mean, he, he – you can't – I can't think of another – there's no one else can be Blade. Nobody else. I can't think of a better Blade than him. It was perfect. He had the character down. And yeah. he's a martial artist. They got this new guy that's going to play Blade. And everybody's just like, man. They, they, he, like, Wesley Snipes needs a cameo in it. He needs to be in it somewhere. Passing the torch on somehow. Dang, you know? I swear, the guy doesn't age. He must be a vampire. Have you seen him? He doesn't look that old at no. all. I don't get it. Anyway, there's going to be somebody to find their way around it. There's, if there's no weight cutting allowed, then there's no nothing to find their way around. Yeah, but how how do you you weigh do in a hydration test? Yeah, the day of the fight, like yeah. right before you walk out of there. Yeah. And if you don't make weight, it's like fifty percent of your purse. It should be. Mm -hmm. That way, everybody's like, "Oh, daggone, bah. If you don't weight, if, if you don't weight make. If you don't yeah. weight make, yeah. yeah. I'm going <laughs> dude, now, I think bro. it's rubbing off on you, Tony. Dang, dude. I just yeah, hit yeah. you with that mind. That mind Destruction. Jumble, bro. I feel like my head's hot. It's that caffeine <laughs> you've been drinking over there. Um, Man. But anyways, yeah, on to the next. Yeah, That's man. rough. The, so, the whole weight miss thing is rough. Leading up to the fight, that saw it. I was like, oh, no, blah, blah, blah. Then one of the fights I was most looking forward to. Wait, wait, sorry. Back to the weight cutting thing. I forgot to bring this up. He had like seven hours to cut that half a pound. Seven. What do you think he was? Not seven hours, but he weighed in, weighed in at 156. 
Weighed in again, weighed in at 155.5. Had an hour to lose that point five, and then came back and weighed 155.5 again. He must have been. So do you still think it was the scales, or nah, do you think dude. he just was like, I'm not losing this no. half a pound? No, dude. Because, no, he could still lose weight. Because I've struggled to get to 170 before, and while I was at the venue before the weigh-in, I was still sweating cutting wage. I was still dropping. And, uh, I mean, I th- unless he, he just doesn't, he just didn't, want to be uncomfortable any longer he was probably just like all right that's it guys yeah you know which i understand because it's demoralizing man i i being sunk down like that and feeling the way you feel oh it's terrible yeah it's terrible okay now i can move on to the next okay one. okay so we'll move on to the next one then after that one of the most fights uh, on the card that i was most looking forward to was donald cerrone man what yeah. happened and and this this card was full of just I say vets because these guys have been around for a long since, you know, longer than I have or just as long as I have. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and Donald Cerrone ended up getting sick, and I wanted him to come back and just food. Uh, his food poisoning? According to Ariel Hawani, he got food poisoning. Oh, That's terrible. what his team said. Terrible. Chalked it up to FP. Dude, sh- That's rough. Food poisoning don't kick your yeah, butt. Yeah, he must have had that or sushi two. or something. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. We had sushi yesterday. It was delicious. I can just imagine, though, you know, you're cutting weight, blah, blah, blah. You go and get some sushi, get some rice, get some salt back in your body with that soy sauce, and then you just get back to That would suck to cut it. weight and then to get sick the the day after you cut all that weight. So then you're, like, <laughs> throwing up all of your rehydration. Oh, my gosh. Terrible. So needless to say, he didn't get to fight Joe Lozon. No. Yeah, man, it was like a card full of vets. You know, if, if the Cerrone Lozon – fight would have stayed on the main card then the youngest like the newest fighters on the card would have been rosen yeah really would have been like gaichi and chandler yeah those would have been like the youngest like youngest the guys on the main fighters card fighters on the yeah main fight card. For the even rose and carla have been around a minute man i was looking back at we were we were showing some so so our fight parties at my, my parents house they they have a really nice compound out there, and well, you know, South Carolina. And then we had some guys that had never been there before. That are some of our buddies. My dad likes to give them the tour of the house, <clears throat> and he, we go down to the the workout area. And I have some of my posters up there that all the fighters have signed on the card. Yeah. Um. So we keep those for ourselves. So we put those in frame. They're nicely framed. And I was looking up at the Jake Ellenberger fight because we were heading the ultimate. Uh, champion for Ultimate Fighting Championship TV show. And I was main card, and Usman was right there. They have a picture of all the 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 fighters of the um, the show, and he was kind of just in the back somewhere, and I was main card. Now he's champ. No, he's not, not just champ. He's the pound-for-pound pound pound pound. best yeah. fighter it's crazy. in the UFC, according to the UFC. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, man, dude. And I looked so young. I was like, well, I was like 30. <laughs> I was like 30 right there. Well, after 25, after age 25, you know, it's like every year. It's like more than a year after that, you know? What What does that mean? Like like dropping down? Like just getting weaker? No, just like, weaker and- like from age 20 to 30, you don't look like you've aged that much. But then like after that, it's like every year, it's like you add on like, three extra yeah. years per year yeah so then from 30 to 40 you're like basically a walking corpse <laughs> <laughs> dude well i go back and look at my picture and let's say you use the same picture over and over again 
Yeah, you never know. Well, you, let me tell you what it is, and I, and I swear to this, and I wish I had the dedication to do this full time. Whenever I'm in fight camp and I'm drinking so much water, it's crazy what hydration does for your body. Oh, yeah. Man, drinking a gallon a day or a gallon and a half a day and tr working out and eating right, I look, whenever I'm in camp, I look like Basically, 10 years younger. a quality lifestyle. Yeah, just a quality life. It's so hard. It's so <laughs> hard to live that kind of a lifestyle full time. And it's hard for me because, you know, when you're around all this good, delicious food all the time, it's hard. Like, we had Carabas today. It was so good. It was mm. like, ah, man. And I, I, I do. Like, uh, the week of the fight, when I'm in, when I'm in, in the hotel room, I'm like, bro, why do I look younger right now? It's just my, my, my skin's all shiny and stuff from all the water I'm drinking. And now I'm just looking like I'm, like, 50. Yeah, dude. My hair turns brown again. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but, yeah, that's what hydration does for you. Absolutely. I wish I could just drink, drink, I hate drink water. water. I hate water. It's, it's super boring. It is. I, you know, when you got sweet tea, you know, or you know, a good old fashioned nothing, nothing root to beer. give, nothing, nothing to get the brain zinging. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's just, let me just drink nothing. You know, let me just. Yeah. But it's, it's there's nothing. But even even bottled water is terrible for you. Yeah. You get, what do you got? I mean, where do you get good water at? From the hose pipe. You know. The hose pipe. Yeah, you get sure. all the minerals the from it. You gotta go down to the creek. Down to the creek. Yeah. That hose pipe. <laughs> I saw a Theo Vaughn thing. He was talking about drinking from the hose pipe. And he yeah. was talking about taking that hot hit or that, that yeah. hot house hit. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, that first, he's like, that first glip is. Like yeah. He's like, yeah. I, I had my boy, my buddy Brian. Man, he would go to. He would get that hot house. That, that first hot house hit. Where he's like got hot water, and he yeah. was like, he would set it down, go to the neighbor's house, and do another one. He said, he said he had all that vitamins and stuff from all the old pipes in the house, and he said he'd be walking through the house, and all the light bulbs would be like leaning towards him because he's just glowing <laughs> of minerals, dude. The he's way that funny, guy talks, dude. and he pops off the top of his head. Yeah, so funny. Go check out Theo Vaughn, y'all. Yeah, I'm he sure y'all have already heard of Theo Vaughn. Mm. If you're MMA fans, you heard it because he's on Joe Rogan's podcast like all the time. All the time, he's so funny. Dude. And he's it's crazy because he's like 45. He looked good. I think it's the hairdo that's doing it for him. Yeah, he must be hitting, taking them hot house hits. <laughs> now, <laughs> bro. He's looking sharp. Uh, he's like he'd be siphoning up a dead lizard out of that thing. He said he'd yeah. take it. Oh my gosh. Dude, that's, that actually happened to me one time. I, know, didn't, I, I didn't drink the dead lizard, but a, a dead lizard shot just out. Shot out. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I, I had a big old, I was driving and I just had this massive pterodactyl take a, a dump when I was driving <laughs> in my car. It was just a pterodactyl. It, it must have been because it hit my windshield and covered like half the windshield. It was, I was like, what is this? I was like looking up, making sure nobody was above me, dropping white paint yeah. on my car. And uh, I put my, man, I, I had one of those hoses that like when the water goes through it, it, it fills up. Yeah. And then the water drains out of it. It shrinks down. Yeah. I blew it up. Like it blew up, literally yeah. blew up. They, they blow really? up. Really? They're, they're only good for about a year. Dang. Then they blow up. The cold, the weather gets to them. So you just gotta, you know, recycle. Yeah. <laughs> get another one. Get another one. Yeah. Use it for a year and get another one. I mean, they're cheap. I got it at the Dollar General stores. Mm -hmm. so. Wait, wait, wait! Don't move. Don't get it. You got to All right, cool. You got some eyebrow hair falling out. At least it's not your head hair. I know, dude. We were blessed with some good hair, sweet tea. Straight up. Show them your hair, dude. Hallelujah. I mean, y'all know my hair. 
Got some good. Look at that. My luscious he conditions look at it. that, bro. Absolutely. Tony, you look like a nineteen nineties kid that wears freaking goth. No, what is it? A uh, alien? Alien wear. <laughs> With the big no, bob. It's not, it's not alien wear, is it? Yeah, alien, it's alien wear is the computer. Oh no, it was alien, right? I don't remember, bro. We'll just get. We gotta ask. Big, Evan. big bell bottom yeah. pants, dude. You look like how do we get from Cerrone being sick? Hey, we're just talking, bro. We're just talking. Anyway, UFC two. Yeah, I know UFC two seventy four. Let's talk about the main card. Who was first on the main card? Chaos Williams, Randy Brown. That's right. They they moved up. Welterweights. Um, I know a few a few of the guys at the house had uh, Chaos gonna win, and then I think two or three people had Brown winning. But Brown looked good. He got dropped. Now just from watching. Chaos fight previously like two or three times. He throws hard. Yeah. Everything that he throws, he seems like a really just a, a strong guy, powerful guy. But that that's the thing. You get past that first round after he just swung as hard as he could like seven times. He's done. He's tired. Yeah, he got depleted real quick. Quicker than I've ever seen him because I've yeah. seen him fight a couple of times. I saw it, him knock out um, Abdul Razak Al-Hassan. I think that's his name. How do you remember these names? Straight left, bam! I saw him, um, and he's looked. I saw him beat what's his name, Caramel, Caramel Thunder. Yeah, that that new guy. Uh, (laughs) But he never looked like he had gas tank issues. But this Saturday, he looked like he got tired quick. It's it's wild how that that happens to fighters. It happened to me during Bilal. It happened to Vicente Luque during Bilal. Just felt you just feel flat. You know, yeah. it sucks that that There's happens. There's nothing you can do about it. And you just got to go. Yeah, just and then afterwards, it. you got to figure out how it even happened. And then you're like, I did everything right. So, I don't know. I felt I felt for him because I've been there. But uh, he, almost, and he almost won. He almost uh, he dropped him a it few times. It was a times. split decision. Yeah. It was a split decision. Um, so, before we move on from that fight, when you see these young up-and-coming welterweights, right? Like, I know – Ian Gary, he's a new Irish hotness. Yeah. He was mentioning your name. When do you, as a fighter, start to, like, actually – and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but, like, consider them as potential opponents? Like, when do you start to be like, all right, I really got to start watching this guy now? Or is it something where you're always watching every welterweight? Or – do you really not care? You just figure it out when it happens. Like, is there like a no? There are guys on my radar that that you look at, and they have to get to a certain level. I mean, you can tell when the UFC is is trying to push somebody more than somebody else. So, like Brown, I mean, you know, if if these guys are consistently going out there finishing guys or looking really exciting, they're gonna bump they're gonna bump them up. Yeah. And then how how do they how well do they do once they get to that top ten, right? So once they face somebody that I know. Or um, somebody in the top ten, you know, I, I really focus on those names, and then it's like, okay, this guy could be a, a potential uh, fighter, like Ian, um, uh, Ian Gary. Ian Gary, like I feel like the UFC is going to push him up fairly quickly because he's kind of like the I wouldn't say the next Conor McGregor, but uh, he's from Ireland. He's got a big following, you know, kind of the same ordeal. They're going to push him like, undefeated. Uh, he looked great his last fight, but uh, you know it was never the the beginning of like Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor just blew up, just finishing guys. You know. Yeah, he, yeah. 
It, it's but hard. He's kind of on my radar just because number one, he mentioned my name. Number two, the, he he's popular with the you UFC. You can feel the UFC right. trying to give him somebody yeah. next. Yeah. So I mean, but somebody like Chaos or Brown, I'm really not. They're not. I mean, I watch them, but they're just not like oh, yeah, you know, watch them. Yeah, like they can be there one day. Yeah. But yeah, you're not expecting them to jump right up right now off the bat. To be no. like, not yet. All right, and a lot well, of these guys go. are young, like I said, and. You know, and got a lot to learn as well. So, and and growing. Even even myself, I'm not young, but you know, I, I'm still learning you stuff. Got that so. right. <laughs> you son of a. But it was cool, man. Uh, you had some, you had some, you know, pretty. I wouldn't say old guys. You know, I think the oldest guy out there was like 43. Fought. Yeah, Francisco Trinaldo. Yeah, Trinaldo. He's he looked good. Second oldest fighter in the UFC. Is he really second yeah. oldest? He, he went up to welterweight too. Yeah. He's welterweight. He was 155er. Yeah. So he looked good. So that fight was cool. What was after that? What was, what was after that? After fight? that was the OSP Hua fight. Oh, yeah. Snooze fest. Man, that was rough. Snooze fest. And I've been in some, and I've been in some snooze fests before. They act- really just won, right? I feel right. like. Right. I mean, the, the second Tyrant fight. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. It was, if you look back at it, some of the fights, like it was it really that big of a snooze fest? Yeah. It was? Oh, no, 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 no. No, because like Joe Rogan even says, there's always that, there was always a threat of something happening. Him landing the big bomb or you darting in and hitting him with something. But with, with that. With these fights, with Hua, and then what we're going to get to eventually for the co-main event, it's like the, there was never the feeling of something big could happen at any moment. It was always just kind of like no no fighter indicated that they were like they were like right there. Yeah, of just <clears throat> landing a bomb or they something. They were all all fighters were just kind of like, all right, I'm just gonna do enough to win, and that's it. Yeah, there was no indication of like something's crazy is about to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? With you and Woodley, there was like something could happen any moment. He could land a bomb, or you could catch him with something. Always, because you were in his face and you were always fainting, and he was kind of always like fainting, and yeah, you know, it was just like on the edge of your seat. Okay, yeah. yeah. And as a martial artist and somebody who understands the fight game, that was super intense, and that's what Joe Rogan was saying all the time about yeah. that fight. Um, to a casual fan who wants to f- see, like people thought you versus Rory was boring. I thought you versus Rory was super entertaining. Um, thanks, Tony. But that was, you know, again, it's. Kind of like us last night. We were like, we just want to see people get knocked out. Yeah, that's it. That's all we and wanted last night. that's what 90% night. of the MMA well, fan wants to not see. Well, not only that, but we also wanted to put on a show for everybody. Like, oh, you know, you want to give the fans a, who's watching us watch the fights a good reaction to something, you know. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that was, you know, I, I don't like to see it. I mean, Shogun, somebody had mentioned it. He looked like he had Cain Velasquez's body. Mm-hmm. Like, He's old. He's, he's just he's, he's he just wasn't. Man. Yeah, he's not probably not in the gym as often. Probably working out once a day, you know, just not taking it as serious as he was before. At the, I mean, you look at this guy. He had he went through murders row, through pride, through the earlier days of the UFC. Who, the guys that he was fighting there. I mean, the guy has fought legends, man. Mm-hmm. Pride. I mean, you fighting pride like you're a legend. Yeah. You're a legend. You fight in pride. He had two wars. I think he ended up knocking him out, right? Uh, Leo Tomachita. He one of them went in the distance, and one of them, I think, he, I think he finished Leo yeah. Uh, yeah. So, they, I mean, Leo too in his prime was just, oh my gosh, just awesome. 
OSP too. You know, he fought John Jones and went the distance with John Jones. Uh, he's he's laid out. He knocked out Corey Anderson with a nice head kick. But it was watching those guys out there. It was just like, what could I just do enough just to win the fight? Yes. You know, it's like let me just get this. Let me just let me. Let me I'm not going to throw anything powerful. I'm just going to throw something out there just to keep you away. Yep. And maybe land a front kick here and there. Yeah, which he did. A which lot. he did a lot of right. So. Uh, that was number one. I'm like, oh my gosh, man, why again? We got the we got the most boring fights for, for it. But um, for the show, you know, when you're when you're out there and you got the the fight party, you wanna you, you wanna, wanna give a good reaction. Give a good reaction to something. Like we were to like, react to. I feel like the guys there only heard us complain about the fights. Yeah. Well, the, even the commentators, like like we. Yeah. You know it was bad when they were like, and hey, not, not don't forget, guys, we have Michael Chandler and Tony Ferguson waiting in the. Waiting in and the the helms to come out, yeah. so don't leave. And they start talking about other stuff. Like, what are they doing in the crowd over there? You saw like the light. Yeah, cell phones like, look at those the weird lights, man. That's just weird how they're all doing that. <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> Isn't that weird? But that's so, what you expect. Yeah. And you know what? That's kind of why, like, I'm not super upset that the Cerrone fight was off either because I feel like that would kind of would have been the same. Cerrone and Lozon, you think so? Older guys, maybe a lot of grappling. Just a lot of top control, nothing real heavy. So, I mean, you're getting older. You can't. You don't have the spring. You don't have the. the or, pop, or, or you, you don't, don't want have, to. You don't. You don't want to. Yeah, you feel tired out there. You just want to. You just want to mm -hmm. get a position and hold on. You know what I mean. You don't want to go out there and potentially do something stupid. And you get knocked out, and then you get cut. Right. You win yeah. this, even though you barely win it, you can still stay in the UFC. Yeah. yeah. You know. A lot of lot of factors going into that. Yeah. Um, but then, like I just mentioned, Michael Chandler and Tony Ferguson up next. Holy camoli, bro! That was that was intense. Holy guacamole! Was, yes. And and you know Chandler, every every fight he's had in the UFC, he's gotten clipped. Yeah. Tony Ferguson was looking great. He had him. He clipped, was looking man. great. He looked like, he looked like he was having fun again. Yeah. He it's exactly. He was smiling out there. He ended up getting taken down at the very end of the first round, but cut uh, Chandler open with some bottom elbows, like Anderson Silva style, mm -hmm. throwing elbows from the bottom. Ended up cutting him, and he was looking really good. I was impressed to watch to, to see Tony Ferguson out there, and you know, like me, you see the grays in his hair now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh man, you know, I I always cheer for the the, the veteran guys, even though, you know. Um, Maybe a lot of these guys shouldn't be out there, but I'm not saying he shouldn't. But, uh, you know, I want the veterans to win because I have grew up watching these guys. I've, I've been in the game watching these guys win. It's sad to kind of – it's like actors. You you know, you, you feel bad all the action stars that you saw going growing up, and now they're just – they can't do it anymore. Yep. You know, you got these new guys coming like, oh, man. But, uh, yeah, he looked really good. Second round, it out came of out of nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. Nowhere. I didn't even see the telegram. I was like, oh, here comes the front kick. Mm -hmm. Did you see the picture? The memes yeah, and everything? Dude, the, <sighs> crazy. It was the hardest front kick, and it landed perfectly. Right up under the chin. I don't see how he didn't break his With foot. With the ball of his foot. Yeah, like it was perfect. It was perfectly. Perfect. Toes pulled back. The stars aligned. Dude. Planets aligned, and it he just threw it. Boom. It was awesome. Got, it's got, that's got to be... The top front kick finish. Yeah, only I can only think of three of being at the top. You got Anderson Silva, who was like the first to do it. Mm -hmm. You had Leota Machida flying front kick. Um, actually, he flying front kicked 
Who did he fly Couture. in front of? Couture. And he knocked out Vitor Belford. Again with the same thing. Oh, yeah. And then he got this one. Then the Cheeto Vera Frankie Edgar one that just yeah, happened. Like yeah, but for ago. some reason it just wasn't like a – maybe because it wasn't a veteran or somebody that's been in the game for a long time. It was like, yeah, it was a fucking knocked him out. Wow, that was cool. Really? But the yeah. the Cheeto and Frankie one? The first old man face? You saw I didn't Frankie's think it was face. that bad. Like that, that front kick was like – I don't know. It just didn't hit me as hard as – Chandler knocking out. So of, of the top four, that would be like number four. Yeah. That would be like last place for you. Yeah. Five, four, five. five yeah, this four. one was incredible. This one was incredible. I, I would no love to way. say Anderson's was number one because Steven Seagal taught him that. But yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it was out of nowhere. And he even said it. He was like, honestly, we didn't even train that. I just <laughs> I saw just it and threw it. it, and it was perfect. And here, here you go. I'm on the – Another list for potential KO of the year. He had fight of the year last year with Gaethje. Yeah. About to get KO of the year. God. And it's funny because, you know, you, you see him like, I, I didn't even think about doing it. I just saw his arms out. And that's, it's funny because, you know, the things that you see out there, you're not really thinking, but it's like, okay, his hands are open. I'm going to just throw something right up the middle. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter what it is, I'm just going to throw something right up the middle. It was a front kick in Atlanta and it worked. Golly. Yeah. The heck, dude. It was it was awesome, but anyway, there's like a meme out there of the actual foot hitting him, and his skull moving up, skin moving down. He looked like he was about 90, 193 years old. Minimum. Minimum. <laughs> they had his face and Frankie's face. Dude. Goodness gracious! I think that's that's four fight losing skid for Tony. You know, mm -hmm. Michael Chandler. I don't know what you do with him next. Give him Dariush. If if it really depends on obviously what they do with Oliveira. Now Connor's getting thrown in the mix. I don't yeah. know what they do with Chandler. You know, give two him, guys give from the him, same weight class. Give him Makachev. Let Chandler fight Makachev for another oh, shot at the yeah. title. Oh yeah, those two. Um, and you know, Connor's gonna. Connor mentioned he was like, I might come down and fight. You know, we'll see. I got some thinking to do. If Connor comes back, they're gonna give Connor the belt, the, the mm. chance at. He's got to come down there. though. He's looking thick. Yeah. That's yeah, why that's he's trying he's to get saying. that one seventy. Like, I really don't feel like I want to cut to one fifty five. But so he's got to think about that, and if he does decide to come down, they're gonna give him the belt, the chance at Oliveira. Because you think you they? think the UFC was actually preparing him to fight. The welterweight title contender, Usman? I don't know. It's like that seems like that's what he was set on right now. Yeah. Was going up to fight Kamara. Yeah, but then he'd he'd really have to wait, right? Because Kamara was about to fight Leon. Yeah. When is that fight anyway? I think in June. Wow, really? Coming up? Yeah. Okay. Sweet. I think, but yeah, man. So who knows? I don't know what, what they're gonna do with Chandler. He's kind of in a weird spot. The dude shredded. Did like four backflips out there. I know. Four backflips. And then and then it was pretty cool because I you know, uh he kinda had that Chell Sonnen vibe when he was on the mic. Yeah, that's what people are saying. His his mic skills have he practices. Yeah, he he's definitely been, he's been rehearsing. There. He's been rehearsing. He's been that. rehearsing. And we're gonna pick it up. What did what he say? Yeah, I'll see you at the top. You know, just like <laughs> full blown. We're gonna we're gonna ante up the stakes, yeah. and we're gonna go hardcore. Connor McGregor, I'll fight you at one seventy. I feel like if you want to fight Connor McGregor at one seventy, it's purely for the money. Yeah, 
I don't see him beating Conor McGregor at 170. <sighs> Me neither. Especially since he himself it, has never competed at 170, ever. No. And when you hit hard like freaking Conor does, you know, Conor puts dudes – I know Chandler has put guys to sleep, but the way Con- Conor touches him and mm-hmm. as many times out, he's been almost knocked out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's going to be – it's going to be a rough night. Oh, man. Speaking of rough night, <laughs> co-main event. Yeah. Rough night. Golly. What are your thoughts on that? You've kind of been in a similar situation. You rematched for the title. You you know, you said it yourself, when you rematch somebody, you kind of know what they're good at. So you're kind of hesitating, waiting for that. But then they also know what you're trying to do. And then you both know what each other's trying to do. And you never get to do what you're trying to do because you're both canceling out each other's trying to do this. <laughs> So nothing really ever happens. Yeah, and nothing did happen. I, I feel like Rose was was definitely the one playing it safe. I think... Um, Which was mind-boggling, right? What does Carla Esparza have, the takedown? That's What it. could she not do to Rose? Take her down. Take her down. If she did get her down for a second, she uh, was right, right back, back up. up. Easy. Zero... And she let her off. Like, she'd get back up and, and just go back to the center. Like, why didn't you capitalize on it while she's getting up, punch her, kick her in the face? Where was that round kick? You know what I mean? Where's your boxing? Where's your jab? Where's anything? All she did was just wait for the takedown, defended it. So everybody's like, oh, you know. And she's like, how did I not win? Because all you did was defend. There was, it was all defense. At least her opponent was coming forward and trying to take her down because mm-hmm. that's all she's got, you know. Yeah. We know that. But I thought they just made a plan backstage not to punch each other in the face because she had a wedding coming up, you know, girl code. Yeah. You know? That was rough. That was rough. I, I, I was literally ready just to walk out. That was rough. That was a rough fight to watch. Tony, was it rough? It was rough <laughs> to make it through that one. And then at the because, end, again, like I said, with you and Woodley, there was an, there was always a hint of anything could happen at any moment. Somebody is like you. You both were like waiting right there like, on to the pounce. edge, right like, on the waiting edge. Waiting to pounce with Rose and Carla, it was just kind of like it was that that wasn't there. Yeah, there I, I think, no at the end of our fight, I felt like I was like, man, I just went through. I just had the hardest fight ever. And I didn't even, I look back, I was like, I didn't really throw a whole lot because I felt like I was like, oh man, there's so much going on right now with these feints and moving and stuff. But I feel like out there with her, it, that was the that was the actual game plan. Yeah. like I mean, listen to Pat Barry talk to her. Yeah. Listen, you're doing it right. Stay away. It's like Just, whatever he was saying. Keep, you hear the booze? That's you're doing reassuring. something right. You're doing it right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, <gasps> if it was me, I mean, if, if Carla Esparza also had knockout power, yeah, I could understand fully, right? Like mm-hmm. with Woodley, you had to worry about the takedowns and the knockout power. Mm-hmm. Carla Esparza is only trying to take you down. And that's really it, control you. And so it's almost like whatever, the worst that's going to happen is she takes me down. Let me go for it. It's like yeah. Rose was not even not doing that. She backed up the whole time and – I've never seen Rose ever fight like that, ever. Yeah. Ever. And that, and that, I remember, that's what she was saying. Like, I've never done that before, so give me a break. You know, like, you know, can I not have one, uh, you know, boring fight? Uh-huh. Like, us fans are like, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you cannot. No, they don't. 
they People don't forget. They do. They do not forget. I'm still the, hearing it from yeah. the Woodley fight. That was like 18 fights ago. Yeah, felt like. But uh, yeah, I'm still hearing it. So there go. That was gonna. That was more boring, I think, than the Lewis and Ngannou fight. Because again, you knock know, out any power. moment. One of them could have gotten knocked out cold. Yeah, we were there. I think for that fight. I was not with you. Oh, okay. Maybe I was. No, I was there with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that wasn't for the belt either, though, was it? That was just like a regular. That fight. was like a regular that was like main a, event, like number one contender. Number one contender. Yeah. So, oh man, it was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> was it terrible? <laughs> it was terrible. Man. But. New champ, Carlos Esparza. Immediate rematch? Uh, I don't know if eh. I would want to see that. They're like, listen, because of that, both of you have to fight three more times before you fight for the belt. Yeah, they need to bring back the old, like, uh, was it back in the gladiator days where they would actually tie two dudes to a, a stone column? Like from the waist down, and they had to stand in front of each other and punch each other until one of them died. That's messed up, dude. Yeah, that's what they used to do, it, dude. I'm sure they did. They did. That's what they need to do with those two. They definitely don't need to bring that back. <laughs> Maybe not to death, but until somebody gives up. Yeah, or they could just do Russian slap arm wrestling oh fighting. Gosh. They could do the Russian slap fighting. Yeah. I don't think I would ever compete in that ever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what in somebody's right mind. About, hey, like, let me get knocked out like on the reg, like yeah. every, pretty much every day. Let me get knocked out. No. Speaking of knocked out, not really. Charles Oliveira went. Justin it went Gaethje. the way I thought it was going to go. Yeah. He, his boxing, awesome mindset, freaking awesome. And he and, and Gaethje's, Gaethje's out there saying that this guy's going to give up, which we talked about. In our in our one of our recent videos about Oliveira, mm -hmm. about in the past you've seen this guy kind of get in situations where it got tough and it almost felt like he kind of gave up, mm -hmm. you know. So that was always in my mind. He was always the guy back then. When, I think it was 145 last time I saw him do it. Not sure, or yeah, yeah. that I was like, all right, this guy's this guy's spirit is is weak. It's not where it needs to be. But then he found something. He he he. His mind is stronger. His heart is stronger. And I don't know if it was because he had kids or by saying it's because of his That's baby. That's what he said. Having it's because of his youngin', which is a great way to go. To, to, to That will do it. That mm -hmm. will change your mind, uh, your mindset on that, you know, taking care of her. And he was just, he's just been crushing people. His boxing looked awesome. His hands, he looked technical. Yeah. He, he wasn't scared to get into a firefight, which no. obviously hurt him literally a couple mm -hmm. times because he got rocked. Mm-hmm. Um, and but that's but that's what makes him so scary too. It doesn't matter. He can fall to his back and be fine there. His yeah. guard is so good. And he negates you. Was like, I don't want none of that. I just rocked you. Yeah. And I could jump on you and try to finish you, but like no. Nah, I'm not even so going. I'm not even going to attempt to get down exquisite there. Exquisite utilization of the lie down. Yeah. Come on, man. Boom. Not. I've seen guys do it and do it in a very bad way, like uh, Damian Maya. Yeah. You know, it's just super boring. Yeah. But he wasn't afraid to get back up. Nope. You know, right, I'll get back quick, up and he immediately press the action. Yeah, again. man, his his hands look just crisp. Yep, and you um, can see Gaethje was trying to break him from the start and didn't expect. Didn't expect because they were clipping each other. Yeah, and, and he, I've never seen. Usually, Gaethje can get through a round or two before he's really like getting hurt by stuff. He'll get punched. You know, what I'm saying he kind of eats it well. Yeah, he got clipped early, and he was like already, already know, out swinging of and missing and just yeah. kind of. Oliveira looked great. Um, I figured that Gaethje would have thrown a lot more leg kicks than what he did. 
Well, he threw he threw, he threw a couple mean ones right at the beginning. Yeah, and then Oliveras kind of started Ch- checking, checking them. them and it's funny, man, how you 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 know a few checks. He threw a, like nah, he threw dude. a couple of huge ones. <laughs> yeah, he probably he's probably got fractures. Dude, right they now. were big leg kicks right up, right right off the bat. Um, but then Oliveira kind of immediately checked him, found out about it, and it was yeah. like, nope. Press the action, work the clinch, work the uppercuts. It was awesome. I was, I was like, this, yep, I was this right. This dude is amazing. I, dude, I think, I think all my all my fights were correct. Yeah. Which is very rare, is what I'm saying. Normally, yeah. it's the other way around. Yeah. I pick a fight, it goes the opposite. I was but that guy. I was that last guy night. last time. Yeah, for sure. But uh, man, yeah, dude, Oliveira. I don't know, like who does who does Oliveira fight next? I don't think there's. I mean, the only person in the division that I think would give him pro, uh, problem is um, Islam. But even then, man, people people I know. are so high on Islam yeah. after after seeing what Oliveira's been doing to people. He's way better striker than Islam. His jujitsu really good off of his back. Now I'm not saying that Islam can't cancel his jiu-jitsu out because he he seems like a really strong guy mm-hmm. and i think that's what made khabib such a, a a hoss in that division because the guy walked around over 200 pounds yeah and he was just a very very strong guy mm-hmm. and could keep the cardio up for days it's just like i don't know like those guys over there at uh wherever they're from it's uh dagestan, dagestan. it's something in in them they're just they're very strong but they can keep that strength up for like days it's all about the Genetics, man. I don't know. Hell there. Yeah. Honestly, I don't see him beating Oliveira. Yeah. I don't see it. But like so the so the belts it's open. It's it's vacant. So who's gonna fight for it next? It's gotta be Oliveira and somebody. It's hundred percent Oliveira versus somebody. It's gotta be it's gotta be Islam. If he wants to fight, he said he he said Speak, he wanted, he wanted fight wise, it's gotta be Islam. Yeah. Um do they give it to him next? And why wouldn't they? Because Conor McGregor wanted to come back and fight oh. for him. That would be the only reason that they wouldn't give it to him. They'll have to wait. Unless they're really adamant about Islam fighting Benil Dariush for the number one contender. And he did Oh, no. Okay, for the number one contender. Because they were supposed to. Well, Dariush got hurt. Then they offered him RDA. And then so Islam the winner, supposedly so the winner of was that. like, nah, I'm not fighting RDA. And the UFC was like, well... You're not fighting RDA on two days' notice? Well, then you're not getting the title shot next. You have to fight Dariush. When is that supposed to happen? I don't think they rescheduled it. Okay. I don't know when. Because he ended up fighting um, Dan Hooker, right? No, no, no. Yeah, didn't he end up? No. No. Dariush ended up getting sick or something? He, or? he like he like hurt his ankle. Hurt his ankle his... and backed out, so they're keeping that fight then. Yeah, but did Islam fight somebody after that, on short note, I thought he fought like Dan Hooker. Was that the Dan Hooker fight? It might have been, yeah. He ended up fighting Dan Hooker like two weeks later or something? Yeah, I think no? so. Maybe. Look it up, Tony. Pulling it Look up. it up, Tony. Yeah. Do um, it. Do it. Do it. But I'm looking at your tattoo, dude. You, you know, re up this thing. Dude, I got to, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, technically, like, um, Fighter wise, deserve it. The, the the top deserving guy would be Islam. Yeah. Ten fight win streak, like you know. God, ten fight win streak. Dude. Well, he had a ten fight win streak too. Oliveira. Oliveira now he's eleven. Eleven. Yeah. Woo! That's crazy. Um, he's twenty two and one. His last fight was Bobby Green. 
Oh yeah, remember? Oh that was yeah, that. Bobby Green. Yeah, and got choked out, right? Yeah, he like, like didn't really like do anything minute. or something. Yeah, yeah, because Bobby Green took the fight like on a week notice or something. Yeah, and then that fight didn't. So who knows? If McGregor comes back, they're gonna give it to McGregor, and then it'll be Islam versus Dariush again for number one contendership. Um, but if not, it'll probably probably be Islam versus Oliveira. And you can give Chandler to to Dariush or, yeah. you know, to fight for, to see who fights the winner of that again. Right. Right. And I, think, I, think, I, don't, I, don't, I think, don't know. I don't think I don't, any one of those guys is going to beat Oliveira. I don't know who else is in the top five of the lightweight division. The right only now. guy that I see beating Oliveira is Islam. That's it. I mean, and, and just, via just, wrestling. just via wrestling. That's it. These other guys, he's walked through them. I mean, he's been, he was hurt. He got hurt in there, mm-hmm. but the way he recovered, and the way he just put it on him afterwards, after he recovered, it was like, all right, this dude's it, bro. He's really He's, good. And where he came from, the losses that he had, the road he had to take to get there is just a story on its own. If you haven't seen our latest video on that, you check that out. Go check that out. I do a little, I on do a, a background, uh, powers and ability breakdown on Oliveira, and the guy's awesome. And he's young, right? He's fairly young, yeah. Yeah, he's fairly young. You know what? You told me the other day that Rory McDonald is is only thirty three. Mm-hmm. I think I fought at him when I was like thirty five, and I felt like that was so long ago. It wasn't wasn't thirty five. I was what thirty thirty three. I was about thirty three. Yeah. So when did you fight? What year was it when you fought? Rory? Uh, it was June eighteenth, uh, two thousand sixteen. So that was oddly specific. You remember that date like perfectly. Yeah. What time? Uh, I believe East Coast. I think it was around one o'clock. A.M. PM. <laughs> I have no idea. I literally just looked up on my phone. Hold up. It, it, it didn't say. It was, no, no, fight. It was I, UFC I was Fight Night uh, 89. Ottawa. Yep. Ottawa. I remember being terrified for that fight. Why? Because it was such Rory a freaking McDonald. Yeah, dude. And then you went out there and just did great. Those were the good old days. Dude, that was that was during the Wonder Walks. Remember that? Me, you, Chris. Yeah, Chris, that was uh, the uh, first. Like, wide men. That was like one of Chris's first camps with you was yeah. against Rory. Yeah, like and he cornered me. Mm-hmm. I got to get him back in the corner. I needed you in the corner, man. I need to get you in the yeah, corner. Yeah, dude, you'd win every fight if I was in the corner. Why not? No, I said you would win every fight if I was in the corner. Oh, okay. Yeah, I need you in the corner, dude. 100% guaranteed. You and Pops, right? we got to tell Carlos that he just needs to, like, nah, bro, you can't. We'll put sweet tea in there. No, we can't do that. Yeah, I know. I love you, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get out of here, dude, last thing we got to talk about Cardi Combat. Super oh, pumped. First yeah, event dude. of season four. Next weekend, right? Coming up. No, this weekend. This weekend. May 14th. Ooh, Karate got Combat. The return of Rafael Agaev. Um, I'm super pumped for Karate Combat. Yeah. I, I wasn't really sure about it. And then you got locked into. You know, being a sensei and all that cool stuff. Now I'm like super into it, so I'm definitely going to be tune watching. In. Tell these guys in. where they can tune in and watch these fights because it is super action, easy. Karate.com. <laughs> Literally, that is it. You go to karate.com and everything. It's striking. It's karate at its finest. It's full contact, so there's knockouts. It's got there you got ground to pound, but it's also unique. Because of the way that they set up, like the venues, they're like not really venues. But it's, it's it's wild, really it's wild. Cool. And there's a, there's always a story behind every karate combat. Like it always it's always based around Boss Rutan. 
Like I remember one of the first ones, Boss Rutan was lost in like uh, I don't know if it was like in the past. Lost in the past. He was lost in the he past, was lost in the past like and another. Yeah. And so the so the so the venue kind of relates to the past, mm -hmm. and then he was lost in the future, and now he's lost in the metaverse. So me and GSP had to go find him. So I wonder what the what it's going to look like. Yeah, it's supposed to be pretty cool, but um, yeah, man, it, it, you got a lot of guys, and you know, I come from a karate background, which is why I'm one of the senseis for uh, karate combat, like GSP and Boss Rutan. And uh, I got welcomed to karate combat by GSP slapping me in the face. Mm -hmm. Thank you, GSP, for that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's super, it's super unique. You know, everybody talks about my style, where these a lot of these guys. Um, that have done karate, like myself, I had the opportunity to go kickboxing and then obviously to the UFC. A lot of these karate fighters didn't, they don't have an opportunity to do professional karate. Mm. Yeah, you had like tournaments and stuff, but not really where you, where you make you make a living doing it, make some money. Really your only chance, your only main opportunity as a karate um, fighter is the Olympics. Yeah. And that's recent. Yeah, that's you know? fairly new. That's fairly new. And and, and um, I believe in the next Olympics, the Kumite karate is not going to be in it anymore. So it's going to be uh, the Waco. Like, is, is Kumite style. the one where that dude got kicked really hard? Yeah. And then they were like, no, we can't have it. It's too violent. No, no, it wasn't that it was too violent. It was the fact that, you know, you got boxing where knockouts are legal. You got Taekwondo where guys get knocked out and it's legal. It was just like, all right, this dude got knocked out and and this guy gets gold because of it because he got finished yeah and the fans i don't think liked it that much because of that reason it was, it was a big talk there for a while about that especially yeah. in the fight in the fight sport people who follow the fight sport people were disappointed why the guy didn't get the gold yeah you know so and uh which you know it's a combat sport mm -hmm. if you if you don't block it you or if you lean into that kick you're going to get put to sleep and the guy didn't hit him hard he yeah. just leaned into it yeah and it was there. It was so clean. It was beautiful. Mm. It was beautiful. So I don't think that style of karate. You have kumite, and then you have like the wako point fighting mm. style rules. So or continuous rules. So I don't think they they may have kumite. all of that. Kumite, kumite, kumite. What is that? Blood all? sport. Bro, I was asking them. Yeah, but it's all good, dude. Thank you so time. Time is below. But um, anyway, time, time below. Uh, these guys have the opportunity to actually go that route. Um, so you'll see a lot of guys kind of with that style. My and it's style. like, and it's a, it's cool because it's a bunch of different karate styles. Yeah, it's not so just it's not like. See, karate is the umbrella, and then there's Shotokan, Wataru, Gojuru, American, American, um, a lot, a lot of Shotokan practitioners because Shotokan really utilizes the Kumite style sparring. But yeah, it's really cool, man. I'm excited. It's fun to I'm watch. Be tuning in. Yeah. So you guys tune in, check it out as well. Karate.com. Yes, sir. Simple as that. Feels good to be back. I, I agree. I agree. Sweet tea. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad you're here with me, man. Me too, as always. Thank you. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us today. Make sure you hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet. Sweet tea, let them know where else they can listen to the podcast. Obviously, right here on the YouTube channel. And if you don't want to watch it, then you can go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast to hang out with us every Monday, except for like the last two Mondays, but starting now every Monday. Us. Us. Cardi.com. Cardi Check it out.